0: Good afternoon, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep, a podcast about movies and friendship. This is Season 5, Kevin Bacon's Exquisite Corpse, and this is Episode 14 of Season 5. We're just four dudes running an ethically questionable medical practice out of our van and playing a year-long movie-watching game. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, recording as always in beautiful North Koreatown, Los Angeles. I'm joined as always by uh anthony lopez part two on twitter he's in southeast portland uh too many people think he's a concept or he completes them and he's gonna make them alive but he's just a fucked up girl looking for some peace of mind of his own it's anthony lopez why do i fall in love with every podcast host who shows me the least (laughs) bit of attention (laughs) oh man that's great also hey it's great to be here Co-host of Old Gamers Almanac, um, back in the woods of Arkansas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, right now, you, you can't see anything you don't like about him, but you will. You know, you will. You'll your things, and you'll get bored with him, and you'll you'll feel trapped because that's what happens with him.
1: It's Whoa, hey, Donaldson. try and keep it to just stuff from the movie, Alex. <laughs> it's <laughs> so real. All right, stop being so real. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Hunter. I'm sad and I'm hot. Okay, <laughs> today. Oh, I'm so hot and I'm sad.
0: Sad, hot. Kind of minim- minimally characterized, I might say. Yeah, also, yeah. in uh, Northern California, I liked him immediately. I mean, he didn't come on to me, and I like that. You know, I was I was so tongue-tied around him at first, but I wanted him to think I was smart, and I couldn't <laughs> wait He's to like come into long. work every He's day. It's Ezra day. Fox. <laughs> I mean, you know, Alex, technically, it is brain damage. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's an underappreciated part of this. I don't know we never actually cuz he does seem ethic ethically questionable we never find out how bad the lasting effects of this are his science oh, is pretty good the though the doctor who peer pressured
2: his mistress into getting brain wiping procedure is et- yeah. maybe ethnically questionable the, this <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> is this is how hard it
3: is to find people to, good
0: work is that it would be easier <laughs> <laughs> right after i mean after you brain wipe her you could be like hey i recommend you for a different job yeah i mean, I mean wipe that around
3: that's a good point. I
2: I have been in plenty of a workroom situation and i to be like, look, we would all be better if we <laughs> all just had the last 20 minutes wiped from our brains, correct? <laughs> this would make every day so much
0: easier if we could do that right now, right? Absolutely. Before we start the show, I'd like to thank all of our fabulous meat buddies, um especially Padre Lauren, um more about whom we will discuss later. If you'd like to join Lauren and keep the show floating down the tracks you can go to metreon.com and uh, our fabulous meat buddies are the reason we're able to keep doing the show and we really appreciate everybody who supports the show and also it being almost the end of April just one last reminder April is guilt forgiveness month it's a guilt-free donation so if you felt guilty for not donating sooner this month if you donate you'll become you'll be completely wiped just like just like memory wipe a guilt wipe Whoa. of any of your feelings of guilt towards not donating to the show, we can't promise you um we will wipe guilt of other things. If you've done like crimes no, I'll or promise other that. bads, yeah, okay, no promise I mean, I,
2: I personally will forgive you of anything you've done.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I We'll yeah. forgive yeah. you for sure. If but we you, cannot uh, promise you, you won't feel guilty. We will not no. forget though. <laughs> no. I disagree. I've already forgotten. I'm not a big not a great listener. We will think- also forget. <laughs>
1: I think if you give money to the metreon you should tell us like secrets i think that yeah. would be like a good that's thing to establish like yeah, tell yeah, us yeah. secrets especially oh. dirt stuff we could use against you no, like no, legally in yeah. the future
2: mm, no
3: i
1: don't we're give us telling money you st- we're
2: telling you that. stuff about us every week i'm um, yeah. up here yeah. burying our souls yes, telling our darkest secrets we always step-
1: get so real on the <laughs> show <laughs> and i just think that it's time for you to get real listener
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not saying we're going to tell the world about it. You tell us a secret. I've already forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Look, quid pro quo, listener. (laughs) Quid pro quo. (laughs) In in May, as you remember, May is double guilt month. So anybody who donates in May and hasn't done it in a while, we're going to rub it in. And we're going to remind you of, Mm. we're going to break down the value you've been getting for free. Anyway, patreon.com. This has gone on too long. Alex, in case people are going to try to wait out May, June. Triple guilt month. Oh, no. What? It's just going to keep on going up. The problem is, yeah, yeah are we going to keep doing this forever? Because then it's going to dissuade. I mean, yeah, there might me, be another forgiveness month later. Let me get back something. to neutral. You feel guilty no. if you want.
2: No, let me tell you guys something about guilt. The juice is running. All
0: right? We got <laughs> 15, yeah. 15% fifteen a week.
2: Yeah. Definitely. Indefinitely. Say, yeah you got you got to pay that interest baby
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right um metreon.com we really appreciate everybody who supports the show okay um segment one today the news before we get into our movie i just want to do a brief view from the trenches of the streaming wars it's been a crazy streaming wars week and i just want to get you guys's takes on this um your feelings on it um we've talked about the streaming wars a few times on the show before um I have, I have some thoughts. Anthony, uh, I know, has some thoughts. Um, the first thing that happened ob- today, which is um, hilarious probably, is that CNN Plus was announced uh, as being dead. The streaming service. Yeah. 20 is, days. Uh, Whoa, wait wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. It's dead? Yes. Yeah. They, they well, shut I'm it, just hearing up. CNN Plus for the first time right yes, now. I am just not about it, yeah. but it's it dead. It's true of a That's lot so of people. Great. Also,
0: uh, people finding out from an article on CNN.com. That's really... <laughs> yeah (laughs) that's from cnn.com cnn plus a streaming service that was hyped as one of the most significant developments in the history of cnn will shutter on april 30th just one month after it launched
1: a mere how's that for liberal media bias 15 (laughs)
0: quibbies since it was
2: announced that's what i was just gonna say how many quibbies did it last it's not very
1: long
0: yeah um it it go 90'd very quickly it went all the way yeah. remember go 90 yeah nope, i don't remember that it, it, yeah you you see a service you say something about that service and it's gone i don't know see CISO, it's see it's hilariously brief they did hire a bunch of expensive people they hired like chris wallace from fox news and that um reanimated
2: who, anthony bourdain's corpse had him <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> and also that like the um the woman from bon appetit who like the white lady who invented curry Anyway, they put a lot of money into this, but uh, it disappeared really quick. Well, it seems and- like
1: they got a great team, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so the, the related thing is that um, CNN is owned by Discovery slash Warner Brothers, which just completed their merger. And they launched the service like a week before that merger was complete, during which times the new company was not allowed to talk to them about their plans. So wow. they were just like, yeah, we'll just assume that they want us to exist. And it turns <laughs> out, no. No. They didn't. Mm. Great. I am interested. One of the reasons I mentioned in this, I'm obviously not interested in CNN Plus, nor is anyone I've ever met or heard about. Um, although I have seen a lot of ads on bus shelters here in LA. I did not think anyone wanted to do it. But I am a big Discovery Plus fan. And I know Anthony, especially, is a big HBO Max fan. And our two apps are combining and killing <laughs> off CNN. Anyway, um, my main concern. So, Anthony, I know you're wondering am I going to get all this excellent gold mining content for free on my HBO app? I'm wondering, am I going to get charged more for the combined app or my two apps that I'm paying for separately? You're going to get charged more, right? Surely I'm sure they'll figure it out. I would not want to have to, it would be very bad for the HBO max app, which is already not great. If they were like, also here's every Dr. Pimple popper episode and everything, all the other garbage Mm -hmm. on discovery plus. Was in that same in that same app. I mean, um, I think
2: it belongs right on you know the one category down from like the collective works of Studio Ghibli. I think it will fit right <laughs> in on HBO yeah. <laughs> Max. You
1: know, that sounds fun. It's That's all a good, the, same. the algorithm. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: it's the same amount of quality. Yeah. Studio Ghibli, the classic films of British cinema, Pimple Poppers. You know,
1: crash pile. It's all
2: high quality entertainment. You know. one of the worst things about art, what
0: is low art. Discovery Plus is that they have you know the big hero image when you open the app that's trying to get you to watch a show. And nine times out of 10, it's something horrifying. It's like, this bug was in my nose. And then it's like someone with tweezers pulling a bug <laughs> out of a nose. It's like just absolutely disgusting stuff, but I need to click by it to get to my BattleBots. Um, but my question is, so we're in this place where like some some apps are dying, but also a ton of people are, are launching new ones. Plus these two apps might combine so how do you do? You want to have, in an ideal world, would you rather have like seven things you subscribe to on your homepage that you choose the different apps or just like one that costs as much as those and has all the stuff inside it? Like, are, you, care? You mean,
2: are you trying to reinvent cable, Alex? Is that I, what you're trying I'm to do? I'm not trying, to, trying but to, but certainly
0: it seems like TV is providers? trying to reinvent it. Yeah. I mean, like, no, uh-huh. so like I'm paying for these five things. I, I mean, more just on an app level, just, or these two things. I pay for HBO, I pay for Discovery do I want them in the same app? Do I want them in separate apps? Do I want more apps like where Dr. Pimple Popper is away from my good robot fighting? Like, what do we actually want to happen with these things? What would actually be useful in terms of consuming content? Ooh, I know. So I don't Mm -hmm. think we should actually be watching much TV, really.
3: Oh, just walk away. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like whatever is the least (laughs) convenient, I think is what it should be.
0: Every show should have its own app. Every episode of every show should have its own app. (laughs) I mean, what's funny is I think it feels like like media moguls Ezra are almost on your team. Like they're very <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> close to what is the worst way to consume content at every moment. We have
3: different goals, but the uh, diff- yeah diff- different intents, but like definitely the same the same approach seems like it's happening. So I, I like that.
1: I want maybe, that uh, maybe, too maybe, maybe I'm a
3: media mogul.
1: I used to pirate a lot of media. I will say mm-hmm. out loud here mm-hmm. for everyone used to, to hear. Yeah used Good to and April, i don't right? well, no i'm actually being honest i don't anymore oh, okay i thought you were just
0: setting up the classic i still do but i also also <laughs> I still used do, to <laughs> But i used
1: to too no i i actually have do, do not pirate near as much you know media as i used to but okay. now i've noticed as the streaming stuff has gotten dumber and more complicated my desire to just steal this stuff and have it forever and not lose access to it because whatever thing is not on that app anymore right. is kind of coming back in my life. And I, I think I like that better, to be honest. So <laughs> as it gets more complicated, my desire to just pirate this stuff. So you goes want up. one app and that <laughs> it's app time is to steal again. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, my yeah, let's get back to stealing, which is what the internet was made for. okay. okay? so so we got one vote well,
0: for stealing. one vote for each episode of each show is its own separate app. Yeah, so it's so screw one no,
1: no, one one vote for just walk away, second yes. vote for steal shit. Yes, okay.
0: okay, so Anthony, here's my question to you because I know we talked a little bit off the air. You're a big HBO guy. You watch pretty much everything that drops on HBO. it seems like.
2: No, I mean, there's a lot of the- stuff
0: on HBO that drops. I watch uh, we watch a lot of TV in general. Uh yeah.
2: but like HBO definitely has, I think, a higher quality than most stuff. But right. so well, I asked you this it-
0: because people talk about Netflix a lot and you never mention Netflix shows. Hmm. And you pointed out to me that almost everything Netflix puts out is garbage. And I hadn't really thought about it until you said that. But I was like spending some time in the Netflix app this week. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. yeah. Like they're spending so much money, like historical amounts of money are going through that building, and almost everything they make sucks. So or is
2: canceled after two seasons. That's if, the other yeah. If thing it's good, it'll be canceled immediately. Do. Yeah, Because they love to cancel everything after two seasons. Um, I you know we my wife and I have been in this place right now when we're we're taking advantage of a lot of seven day free trials. So kind of yeah. in between <laughs> pirating and app stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like so, this week, uh, over the last week, we decided we were going to uh. Like, sign up for a free seven-day trial of Showtime so we could watch Yellow Jackets.
1: Oh, which nice. It's also a very, oh, yeah. very
2: good show if you guys haven't got a chance to see it. I haven't seen um, it yet, but I know I will like but, it. But that's the thing about the streaming services that I find kind of over-frustrating. My biggest annoyance is why I like something like HBO Max. It does have a lot of stuff that caters towards me. Is I don't want to fucking watch anything on Showtime. I want to watch anything on Showtime. It's called Yellow right. Jackets. It's yeah. very, very good. Um, so having to like, like dodge in, you don't want to watch billions. No, I can't say that I do. Or the Dexter no. revival or whatever the fuck else is on Showtime. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are a few other things that we kind of talked about watching while we had this trial, but it was, we were mostly there for yellow jackets, which like I said, yeah. is a very good show. I
0: can't suggest it enough. We, um, I really, we have, we're paying for Nine apps right now. Oh my god, Alex. Which is a lot. Uh, it's very upsetting. I know, I know. And there are still regularly things that I want to watch and can't. Either can't find or would have to subscribe to a whole new thing to watch a thing. And that is very upsetting. And uh, we also are we are we are are, this is in between paying for things and stealing, I think, as we are on a password for somebody else's Netflix. And They're threatening to make make that stop, and I will not need to subscribe (laughs) because I'm never watching anything there. I mean, I have the the plugin, but I'm not using it because it's so bad. Well, to um, be fair, I did finally find the one good show
2: on Netflix this week. Oh, did you? Uh, And I can't suggest it enough if you guys are looking for a good time. Uh, It's uh, the 15-minute episodes. Is it, it's wait, called is it, Old Old Enough? Old Enough.
1: Yes, It's yes. a
2: Japanese show in which they <laughs> yeah. send babies to run complex errands.
1: Ezra convinced me to watch this last
0: week. Good. I like that they're uh, like 7 to 12 minutes. They're a really good length for a show. Yeah. I liked the first one a lot. I mean... I, I don't know. I, I felt like maybe it ran its course with me pretty quick after three or four episodes. I don't know. Is, is there more? Do I have to finish the season? Am I going to get new and exciting things? Well, the
2: big twist at the end recontextualizes that they're all actually Benjamin Button people. So uh, you really uh, need sure. to watch yeah. it for that. Okay. Yeah, that <laughs> um, but no, wow, I mean, spoilers. I wouldn't. I wouldn't binge old enough. I mean, you could because it's so short. But it was definitely a delight. Uh, it's just a lot of TV, the especially TV. Love in the modern golden age
0: I don't love the narrator roasting these kids that's the part that I don't doesn't make a lot of sense to me they're kids on fake errands and the host is like look at this dipshit playing in the mud i don't know it's a little bit of a weird tone mm, and the studio it. audience
1: like laughs like what a dipshit and it's like listen look. Kids need to be put in their place, all right? Yeah. They've been they've been wilding this out is for two A four year
0: old who picked up I mean, three ingredients from a store literally in the mud. A four year
1: old will be an adult someday, and this will be a good test on how seriously that person takes himself, you know? Yeah, like, and you but- know what? Here's the
2: thing, because some of these kids maybe don't deserve the roasting, but, like, the second episode has such a little stinker and a little liar, he deserves all the roasting again.
0: That little boy is such a little liar. I'm so glad you brought this up, because that kid, admittedly, when his mom calls and is like, are you juicing the juice? He's like, yep, already finished, and he had not yet begun, and that is a lie. However... His, his mom said to him, we need you to go up and get juice. And she didn't need juice from him. She had a camera crew and was setting him up to be on television against his will. Ah, yeah, this, this was all a, a trap. To do that. He had, he, he, she deserved to be lied to. This is yeah, like saying, well, like, oh, I hated in Truman the, Show when he lied to the people no, about where he was going.
1: What, it's like, yeah, this Truman horrible. showed him. Alex, your moral compass is two wrongs make a right. You just yeah. explained at length that your moral understanding of the situation. No, so, two two wrongs, two wrongs make, a right. make a tie. That's fair. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. That. Thank you, Ezra. Oh, you're rarely on my side, but when you are, you come through hard. Exactly. Two wrongs make a tie. That's I can't be mad at him. I do think that people who lie to you can't be mad that you lie to them. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But His mom doesn't have a leg to stand on in the honesty category. Yeah, yeah. So okay. at Alex, the end, he I... made almost no juice and it took him three hours and they were like pretended to be really thankful for it. So they, every, it comes out fine. Listen,
2: Alex, I also think that you criticizing people working in a field is not necessarily a good look no, for you either. No, I'm not criticizing Somebody people working in is- the field.
0: I'm criticizing the mom who planted hidden cameras and then called her son and entrapped him by asking if he was doing the juice when she knew full well from her camera setup whether or not he was juicing. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> anyway, you should watch old enough. It is definitely yeah, the best sounds, thing on it Netflix. It's pretty right? good. It it good. It's a good time. Um, anyway, the last thought I wanted to say on this, I I I pay for too many apps, um, and I still have to occasionally steal a thing because it's the only way to watch it, which is very frustrating.
1: Yeah, that happens um, constantly.
0: Like and all the time. My main reason the one of the reasons I'm trapped into this world is because I'm trying to watch sports and streaming sports just doesn't work yet. Like it's still it is so Insane how these things work. What would it be like if you like you can't pay for a lot of it. It's just not possible. Right? Um, or it'll be you have to buy. So like you have to subscribe to Peacock to watch Premier League in the United States, but they only show one game per week there. So it could be yours. So on average, I get one game a month that cost me six dollars, and the rest of them are on USA Network and not available. Yeah. To stream. Yeah. So it's like, That's weird. Anyway, so they keep trapping me. But because of that, I pay for Peacock. And this is my transition because we're going to talk about the movie Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind, yeah. which is avail- available for free on Peacock with yeah. ads. Oh. And if you pay for Peacock with ad free Peacock, they still show you ads on this. You get this. some bonus Whoa. ads. What is real? If you pay for ad free, but then they make a movie free with ads, that is exempt from the ad free ability. So you still had to. Watch. I was and and on a movie like this, there's not like natural ad breaks. So it's just like hmm. in the middle of a conversation, it'll cut to a baby wipes ad, and it is so upsetting. Well, I
2: have to say, but do you need think- those? You were no, saying you need those. I no need.
1: Right. right before we started recording, Matt, you or uh, Alex, you were telling me about your stinky, nasty bottom, yeah. and that you I need know. the wipes oh, for it. That's you were why I didn't that. bring
0: up my stinky, nasty bottom this, a lot, but yeah, I get adult wipes for that because I am not hilarious. a baby.
2: But I don't know about you guys, but there is like it not for everything we do, obviously. But I, one of my favorite things is when we watch an episode for something I know it's going to be good. It's a good justification just to buy the movie digitally on like the Apple Store. Like, this was yep. a great example of, like, I could pay to rent it somewhere else, but I fucking love this movie. I have a D- DVD of it. I would love to have a higher definition version of it. Right. So I just, like, got the digital version of it. So I was nice. like, hell yeah. This is a yeah. great motivation.
0: Um, yeah, that's cool. I like that. Um, and I, I think it's worth it.
2: Get to the movies talking about um, kind of st- not st- movies and Hollywood and big business. Can I just take a moment to think not just our audience, but everyone in the world, we all collectively had the power to do something really good this week. And I think the fact that even if you're not aware that you did it, the fact that every single one of us stayed at home and didn't go see the new Harry Potter movie. The, <laughs> wow. yeah, the yeah the Dumbledore's good,
0: secrets are safe the, with us.
1: We're never going to find out. Yeah, the <laughs> good. I just knew it wasn't my business, you know. The <laughs> yeah,
2: collective exactly. good. that this movie doing so poorly is going to do for this world. Yeah, That's such a good point. There's not a lot of times that you can say not going to see a movie actively makes the world a better place. But not going to see this movie and having it make less money than Morbius. The terrible (laughs) Morbius (laughs) in its opening weekend. Not only did we, you know, throw some sand in the eyes of the horrible Trophy J.K. Rowling. Not only did we reject David Yates' bland, unimaginative, gray view of the Harry Potter world, but we saved us, our children, and everyone else from the fact that there might be a Fantastic Beast 4 and 5. So thank you guys all so much for this work, everybody. everybody. Congrats. we, We got it. We did it together. We, we braced ourselves, and we didn't go see the movies. No one wanted to be made anyway. And so, I feel so, like we did something good this week. So Yeah,
0: we thing?
3: did. Anthony,
2: yeah. I look, I think we definitely did our parts in the U.S. Did it do pretty well internationally? I mean, not super well. I mean, it did, like, okay. I don't think it's done, like, hasn't really set the world on fire, you know? All right. Um, I hope was, which is too I hope, bad because the whole part.
0: all the advertising is a uh flaming phoenix so it really needs to set the world on fire yeah um, that's true um yeah I, we no no interest could not be less interested no and it does feel it like
1: out. i didn't know it was out so. <laughs> just had no awareness of it whatsoever
0: it does it does feel like this is like look everybody is like sick of her and we're just done with it and then this movie was like oh but but at least you love the magic of the world and then they ran it into the ground, and we don't. We don't need it.
2: Yeah, I mean, one of the most like easily, easily set up slam dunk movie franchises, right? Like this Harry Potter, like t- Harry Potter meets Indiana Jones. This guy's going to go and meet Fantastic Beast, And instead, they make it this weird Dumbledore prequel about Nazi, wizard Nazis and wizard Hitlers. And it's just, it's so bizarre. I'm glad these movies aren't getting rewarded anymore. Um, I mean,
0: it's such an interesting yeah. thing that they were that, like, she finished the book series and was like, I promise the books done no more books, but I won't promise that I won't make a seven hour play. And then another series of four movies like, and then none of them have been particularly well reviewed. Like the play is like fine. It seems like, and like the first fantastic beast was okay. And then no one liked the next two. Like, it is interesting that it's that, for such a cultural phenomenon, it shit the bed this hard. Mm.
2: Well, and I mean, maybe that's the... a lesson
0: to people that if somebody likes your stuff, don't tweet about your bad views and stop. Yeah. Don't don't make a new trilogy. Just put yeah. it to bed. Be well, proud I mean, of accomplishing the most important even... thing in literature in a decade. Even then, I mean, I think
2: that like, but the books are starting to sort of go through under a culture re-eva- cultural reevaluation. Oh yeah, and like, there's a lot of stuff with like. J.K. Rowling's sort of fairly gross not just like views towards trans people and uh, sort of like minority groups and like overweight people that's obviously in her books through all of it but a lot of her politics I mean like Harry Potter series is like at the end of the day it's this big fantasy series about this kid who grows up to be a cop right like it's <laughs> it is such <laughs> a gross
1: inspiration. he's like if only I could be a cop
2: <laughs> yeah like that is like where he it is like he's a, a cop that at the end his whole job is to like well yeah the Nazis are bad but like the really corrupt system and slave ownership and weird second rate citizens of all these other magical creatures all that stuff is fine because the system <laughs> is fine it's just the really bad ones that are bad but as long as I can be a cop and like still oppress some minotaurs or some house elves yeah all all of that happens later
0: in the series i did reread the first book uh recently in spanish um as a challenge that i've been doing very very slowly but um the body shaming is probably like the most objectionable part of that half of that first book is just her brutally roasting an overweight child Yeah. yeah
1: yeah, a, a little kid, baby just boy, just a kid,
0: and she Dennis hates is. that kid for being uh, fat. Well,
3: or right. in her defense, though, Alex, that kid did not make the
0: juice. All right, and said, <laughs> 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 "All right, so, so you're very rarely on my side, and when you are, it's like fifty fifty whether it helps. <laughs> I don't know if that would help. Okay, we got to talk about Eternal Sunshine as follows. Mine. Let's get to it. Hell yeah. All right, it's time for segment two of the game. This week, we are talking about *Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind*, the 2004. That's how we say it. <laughs> 2004. <laughs> look, I did my prep a week in advance because we had to cancel this episode, and so all of and these the way words we said look numbers change over the last week. So it, this is why. <laughs> normally, I do the review like the day of, and so I'm like rem- I'm in the mood. I remember all the things, and my reading is pretty smooth. This was like eight days ago, and so I have just all of it is new to me. So I'm cold reading all of this information. Anyway, the 2004 American romantic A science fiction drama film written by Charlie Kaufman and directed by Michael Gondry starring of course uh, one of the greatest actors of our time Kate Winslet and then um, some people in her shadow including Jim Carrey, Kirsten Dunn, (laughs) Elijah Wood and crucially for our purposes a young sexy Mark Ruffalo who you may remember from three weeks ago when he was in In the Cut
1: cut. we saw his pain
0: we saw his whole D in that movie very little in this one a, like, um, you know, he, he's
2: definitely he has such an interesting presence, but I mean, two completely different people. Like, if you put him and in, in the cut and him and this side by side, it would actually be hard to tell that they're the same person, yeah. even though he's not wearing a bunch of prosthetics or anything, yeah, just yeah. in the way he carries himself, his hair, the glasses, and then like the skeezy goatee and in the cut and the really short haircut uh it, it is it's hard to tell
0: but it's because he keeps his clothes on if he whipped out his hog we'd be like oh i remember yeah. you I mean, and, yeah, um, like I mean, right
2: yeah yeah i mean if he started so like I,
0: it's not, I don't need this i don't need the outline yeah <laughs> I, have, I can't tell from a I disneyland said, silhouette I
3: based on <laughs> <the junk. laughs> that's
0: what the d stands for yeah i mean
3: ID.
2: if he started like identification of dick if he started sucking on Elijah Woods'
0: toes, we would definitely be like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy. That's yeah, the guy." Yeah, yeah. I've well, seen that guy. I've seen him before. Okay, so for those of you who have not seen uh, Eternal Sunshine recently, um, I will give you my patented—these are long sentences. Just looking at it's gonna be a long, cold read. But my patented five-point sum- micro-summary of Eternal Sunshine of the 2004. Okay, Jim Carrey is a boring dude with no personality, except. Being kind of a righteous dickhole in his journal. And he's feeling a bit out of sorts today when we hang out with him. So he goes to a cold beach on Long Island where he meets a fun alcoholic woman. And they spend the day not really getting to know much about each other. And eventually seem like they're on the verge of having a relationship. But then we find out through a series of um, aggressively lit flashbacks that they were in a relationship before today. And it had a lot of good moments, but also a lot of really terrible moments. And uh, then they broke up. And then she used a sketchy back alley medical service to erase him from her memory forever. So he decides out of vengeance to go to that same service. And then they have him remember all the memories that he wants to erase and then go to sleep in his home where their technicians played by the wet bandits from Home Alone, will break in, put on a football helmet over your head, and then shoot those memories like a video game while also getting drunk and high and having sex with each other on your bed. (laughs) It is a very strange medical practice. Does it scale? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) It does not scale easily, so that must have been very expensive. Um, The slowness of the erasing technicians because of their silly um debacles um allows jim carrey in his sleep state just enough time to realize that he he his memories his memories are being erased and that he doesn't want that to happen and then he can fight back with help from the memory that he has got of uh his partner but then she is also somehow connected in her dream state because messages he passes to her or she passes to him exist in her memory as well even though they never said them um, anyway I, I, you, I think uh, uh, maybe reading a little bit I think she just always likes to go to Montauk yeah. that's all know, <laughs> She really likes the, that cold ass beach it's a great place well they well, I mean, in, in any case in his dream they agree to wake up and immediately meet up in, in Montauk uh, in this cold Long Island Beach um, oh and also part of the memory racing process they were required to record a cassette tape of them complaining about the other person Uh, which allows a disgruntled former employee to send those tapes back to the people and let them hear themselves saying mean things about another person who they have no memory of meeting, (laughs) um, which is a really strange way to like stick it to your employer by like ruining these people's lives. And then they, uh, but in any case, Jim Carrey uh, and this woman who doesn't deserve agree to try again, even though there's no possible way this relationship will ever work for more than the next three weeks. And that's the movie. I,
3: I mean, I take a little, very good. I take issue, I guess, with um, disgruntled employees.
0: Seems like that undersells kind of what happened. Well, this is the thing about micro yeah. summary. Sometimes you have, she is disgruntled for good reason, but I just yeah. didn't have time in my yeah. five micro point, points to get to all of the valid reasons where she had an affair with the doctor boss and then he convinced her to erase her memory and then started making out with her anyway. And yeah, et cetera. Okay. Uh, you know
2: what? I'm going to go out there and say it. I don't think a lot of people have said this over the last, like, 15, 20 years, and I feel like I might be the first person to say this, so oh, okay. brace yourselves, but... Here we, um, go. Here we go. Uh-oh. Um. I don't know about you guys, but I think that Charlie Kaufman's a pretty good writer. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys think? Huh. You guys, yeah. Are you guys hmm. fans of Charlie Kaufman? I... Uh, is he... He's just... He's such a good fucking writer. I yeah. just like every time I watch any of his work, I am just and like as a director, I really like his his directed his directorial work as well. But I mean, as a writer, as someone who like can write for a director, especially when you look at like his movies with Spike Jones, his movies with Michelle Gondry, um, he really is good at writing towards somebody else's like strengths. And mm-hmm. being someone that was imagined very fun and collaborative to work with, and just every one of his movies, I think, like the best I've ever heard him described is like every one of his movies like makes you feel like, wait, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, like they that's have a, a real good, like a wait. Good point. I I like what? being John Malkovich a lot.
0: Um, I like being John Malkovich. I believe I liked the adaptation, but it's been a really long time, and that's that's it. I have not watched any of the other ones, ad- and I think this I one mean, is mostly very, very good.
2: All of his stuff, I think, is genius. I mean. Adaptation in particular is like the wildest idea ever. And like Susan Orlander doesn't get enough credit for being like the greatest sport in the history of cinema. Oh, <laughs> She's yeah. She's <laughs> the woman who
0: wrote the book that is that like. has nothing to do with this movie.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's like, hey, uh, this guy's adapting my book. Oh, awesome. What's it about? Well, it's about how your book is, like, impossible to adapt, and he's making you a drug (laughs) addict and a murderer. Yeah. Uh, You're cool with that, right?
3: (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, that sounds fun. Right, if you get Meryl Streep to play you, Susan Orlean's going to be cool with that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, It kind of
1: goes both ways there. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I
3: mean,
2: his stuff is just so interesting (laughs) and fun, and I think this movie is, like, One of his strongest screenplays. I believe it's the only thing he's ever won an Oscar for. He won for best original screenplay for this movie. It is.
0: I I think this movie is 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 extremely clever. I think there is some very very good stuff about it. There are some things that bothered me that ground grinded on me a little bit this time that I didn't the first few times I watched it like in college and afterwards. Mm. There is a strong Woody Allen vibe to all of the relationships there's a lot of smart older men who want relationships with young women who just tell them how smart they are. And the like, I mean, including like Jim Carrey being like in his complaints is like, I can't talk to her about books. Lady works at a bookstore. Like, lady knows more about books than you but like all like and the same thing with the doctor guy and i know they're not like heroes but when two out of two relationships shown are like guys who want young women to tell them how smart they are it just feels a little grating. yo you yeah. didn't even do like the most problematic relationship which like i had totally forgotten about which is the Elijah wood uh like scam relationship oh yeah yeah mm. i guess i didn't, didn't even count that as a relationship but yeah there's also the 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 entire scam relationship that man, finally, a character as creepy as Elijah Wood seems like he should be. Although <laughs> oh, you haven't seen Sin City, then I guess no,
1: I <laughs> he's really creepy. At Sin City. he's, yeah. he's a sure. creepster. I think. I think. He's. A, a he lo- I mean, I mean, I feel a little bad because I think he just looks like a creep. So no, yeah. he's, he's he's great. Always as always long as, as he blinks, exactly he doesn't it blink. Is. It gets bad. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm sorry, um, Elijah, if you're not a creep. If you are a creep, I am not sorry. I think he's so, fine. Yeah, I just
0: think that part is a little bit, a little bit difficult. Um. But other than that is a very good screenplay. That's I mean, there's a bit there's this weird thing with the manic pixie situation where it's like she's aware that that's how she's being. And then they're just like, oh, well, um, and I, <laughs> yeah. I so I don't know if you totally solved it. This was yeah, awesome. also kind I of kind of respond to a manic a pixie bit. story because I'm a boring guy who needs to be awakened. Um, so, like, I get it. <laughs>
1: but yeah, so you just a boring guy that needs to be awakened, Alex. What did you say? I am or I'm not? You are. Yeah, you, exactly. I, I wish we could awaken you. I wish we could be your manic pixie I dream just, girl. I just, I just
0: need someone you know, extremely sexual who wants to go like do crimes. I just don't have that person. Um, but anyway, I just yeah. So those are the things that grant me. Other than that, really, really like it. But I just could not. I I couldn't not mention.
1: Yeah, well, I hear but, you. I I mean, this is. I you're not the first person to say this. Uh, to say there's that some oogles in this. Yeah, that Charlie Coffin maybe struggles to write uh, women. And so it kind of comes out in the, I, I think in this story, it can come out uh, in some ways. I think his most recent one. It kind of comes out a little bit, too. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's what's the most recent uh, I think about ending it? things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about ending things, which exactly. I like that. And sure. I like this. But also, it doesn't mean anything whether I like this movie or not. Um, Because I could just like recuse myself from this conversation and say that this movie, two thousand four, whatever. I think I watched it like right when it came out, and so I was fourteen years old. Mm -hmm. And this movie made me weirder as a person. Whereas I feel like (laughs) I would have been different had I not seen it. And it made so so it it awakened you
0: from your boring manhood.
1: I don't know what it did. I don't know that it did good things either, by the way, Charlie, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know that is. it made me a better person, He's but usually. I know that it just got in there, and now it just lives in there. So yeah, uh, yeah. I agree that that sometimes Charlie Kaufman's work can come off. Well, no, it's, it's not that it just comes off. It has problematic elements. I just, uh, I do
0: want to, sorry, I need to do a quick correction on that, Hunter. Yeah, um, what's up? Whether you like this movie does matter a lot to me, so... Oh, really? You said it doesn't matter if you like it or not? Yeah, not yeah. As, not it as does. As well. It does to me. Well, so
1: I guess what I'm saying is, if I... So let's say that I like it. Okay, sure. Whatever. Let's say I don't like it. Okay, sure. Whatever. Because if you see something in that window, that, yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That teenage window, and if it was something that meant a lot to you and kind of just got in there, mm. then you don't really... I feel like you don't really get to evaluate it um, that much. And I think, like, the thing that that you're bringing up. I feel like I've been reading more and more as time goes on of people kind of reevaluating Charlie Kaufman through this like specific lens. And it's hard for me to take that in and respond to it because I just think that guy maybe got in there, maybe got in there too much. Maybe this is your fault, Charlie. Maybe you should have stayed out of my brain. Okay. Maybe you should have left me alone. I mean,
2: he makes works that actively like that's their whole goal is to like burrow inside of your head and like set up camp there. That's kind of like every single one of his movies, especially when you get to like things like Synecdoche, New
0: York or Annalisa and stuff like that. Um, Well, I mean, um, being John Malkovich is about um, you getting in someone else's head. Yeah. You get in John Malkovich's head and stay in there. Yeah. Um, So, okay. So Ezra, this is your pick. This movie means a lot to you um besides the creepy elijah wood thing how did it feel this time around um i mean generally pretty
3: great still i, I mean yeah. i remember yeah you know, seeing it when it came out uh, i was in college and it was like um i think it hit the sweet spot i think of carly charlie coppin for me where i think like on either sides of it uh where it's like i feel like there's uh, there's a little more i read it as optimistic uh than compared to um like his uh, movies before and after um Mm -hmm. so like i I, like i i take it as like a oddly enough a a happy ending i guess like i
0: don't i I do think that they they, yeah yeah
3: Yeah, Um, i think think it's
0: meant to be a happy ending i guarantee you this relationship could not work for more than a month after this again i think it is read to be a a optimistic ending
2: i think you're missing like the point of the movie right like it the point of the story Weird. isn't that you never like, say it, that about me. <laughs> it isn't that like th- this relationship will last. Is that the you know the relationship is worth it, right? Like th- to me, it's like I think that hmm. you can have a conversation and really get a lot out of someone by do they view this as like a happy ending or a sad ending? And I think sort of like cynical people who have been more cynical. I'm a very cynical guy myself, um, and I-, I can understand that reading. But I think like especially as I've gotten older. Have had more experience with relationships. I think like just the simple idea of like those things that you that are like very painful and can hurt a lot. And you might want to you might like in a in a brief moment at like the darkest points want to get rid of those moments. But like you would regret that so much, even subconsciously, if you did, right? It's the the gaping hole that those things leave in you. Even if you can't remember them, you're still going to want those, right? The good still outweighs the bad. So, like, whether or not they stay together for two months, two years, 20 years, break up the next day, it doesn't really matter, right? It's like having the experience and going through the highs and lows is what, like, makes relationships with people worth
0: having, you know? I guess I look, I, I I agree that that is what the movie is trying to say. And my point, which is a flippant one, but is just <laughs> that at no point did they learn to communicate at all. And they don't actually listen to each other. And well, uh, they do show genuine resentment towards each other, which is the 100% mm.
1: guaranteed way of knowing that a relationship is not going to work. Right, um, but we don't get to see that part. If that yeah. happens, that's the whole point of the, the movie would would lose the, its final point if it had that in there, right? Like you see that, right? Cause we, and- we have to, we have to not know, like it can't end. And we know that, Oh, these people are probably going to make it work. It has to be that we doubt even that it's going to yeah. work. Well, I feel I'll, like that's the uh, ending okay. So just to sense. me,
0: then it's not an, op- it's not a super optimistic thing to say, no. we're going to get back together, even though we don't like each other and don't communicate well. Like, well, all, that,
2: all there's you a know is that they try it.
1: again. That's all it is. They're just trying yeah. again. And
2: you're also right. trying, but, but you also try to you remember
0: to like... you remember a couple weeks ago when we helped a a marriage exist? You know, we definitely talked a lot about how helpful it is to occasionally talk to each other. Um this yes, is our meat buddy thing for a person who's about to get married. Mm-hmm. So I just I do also feel like just in terms of like how movies portray relationships, it it just it also that's another thing that just kind of like a little tiny piece of sand that sticks in my otherwise delicious soft, chewy thing that doesn't have sand in it normally. Scrambled eggs? I don't know. There's The one piece of shell in my scrambled eggs in this moment is if I'm like, but boy, you could just show them in part of their, like, when they're realizing the relationship is worth it, that also they should try to communicate. That's just the tiny little piece that I think would make it a little bit more optimistic and would make it seem like this is not about the idea of the relationship and about how relationships actually work.
2: I mean, one, the whole ending, I think, is them communicating better than they had, but also something they have to keep in mind, something that I don't think I'd ever picked up for on before this rewatch. Like, I think this movie just in general is filled with very, very clever filmmaking. It's probably like of all like the most stylized films, especially films by Michelle Gondry. uh, One of the things I love about this movie is that like it narratively justifies its style right? Like, it's not just stylish for yeah, stylish that's sake, a good point. right? Yeah, it is that's a very good point. Yeah, I agree. into the narrative itself in a really smart way. But, like, the first few scenes when he's starting, you know, in the, the, the procedure, it's working back within, like, minutes, right? And the very first thing you see is the conversation with his neighbor at the mailbox. Uh, yeah. And it's a very different line than what he said to him actually had just said a few minutes ago, right? It's the same idea, but it's said completely differently. The words are differently. And it's like, they show you those things back to back to let you know, like, what you are seeing in these memories are not the real memories, right? These aren't actually how these situations played out. It's how he remembers and how his emotions color those situations. So a lot of the scenes when, like, the relationship's really bad at the beginning, it wasn't really not supposed to be taken as, like, literal. It is just how he feels, that feeling of being in a bad relationship, the way you perceive and remember those things being so much worse than they actually are, right? Which is why I think Clementine, like, especially, like, the person we see in his memories is not the real Clementine at all. It's a projection of her, right? So, like, her being a little bit meaner or a little bit nicer or whatever, it's like him emotionally changing her and not who she actually is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why, I mean, I think Kate Winslet is magical in this movie. The fact that she like, she's plays so this gosh version, darn
0: good. She's
1: crazy. Yeah. Good. She's crazy. Good. And
0: uh, we, you know, we just watched Mary not too long ago. Uh, and just the, the two of those as a span just reminded me how lucky we are all to have gotten to watch Kate Winslet act. Just unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say if there is a flaw in the execution of the movie is like is just that that she's so good and Jim Carrey is, hey, he's doing he's doing the best thing he's he's fine. He's he's yeah. fine, but it's not great. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, wouldn't it be amazing if he was amazing? How much better I would wonder, this movie he, be if he, he was? he might amazing? have had a
0: bit actually less to work with than she That's did. Fair. Um which is interesting when you we mentioned like how Coffin writes characters, because I think Her character has some like moral problems with the way she's written, but Jim Carreys is just like like what does he like or do or feel or care about? Like we we know very little about him besides these we only see him reflected in these memories as well. So I feel like we don't actually get a ton from him. So he has a little less to work with. He's really
2: good in like the kid sections when he's having to do kind of the more physical comedy
0: bodies, like a that's a great scene where he's under that very tall table. Yeah. yeah that's it a, that's that's when a he gets sequel.
3: his arm twisted back by
0: the bully basically when he tries to confront the bully yeah. And oh the yeah, yeah. Like, as oh, an, nah, an adult that was great yeah i mean obviously we're not breaking new ground by being like i think jim carrey's an excellent physical performer but um that's kind of one of his main things but yeah th- there were scenes where he did an amazing job but then a lot of scenes where he just didn't have that much to go on the, the character is basically boring guy that's yeah. the whole thing
1: yeah he has to be boring but yeah. some people some actors are on that i mean like If Philip Seymour Hoffman had been in this one instead of Synecdoche, he would have crushed it. Yeah. uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, not Nicolas Cage. Well, actually, you know what? No, I I would say Nicolas Cage would have been great for this. Mark Ruffalo, Um, if you'd swatched the... the, Yeah, I think Mark Ruffalo would have done a better job in that role. I just feel like Jim Carrey is just not really very good, generally. Especially
2: Um, when you're not already, like, a,
1: a dramatic actor,
2: sort of naturally, but also this movie, like... The the filmmaking in this movie is is not only like stylistically like really cool to look at, but when you like think about like a lot of the shots, especially like there's like a long sequence where he's like the he's in like the um the doctor's room, yes, yeah, so mm, like, everything's kind of fading, and he's going from like he's standing up in a coat, the camera pans, he's sitting down, he's back in the coat, and that's yeah, like he's literally around him. the back
3: of the camera, basically. To, yeah, to like, keep it in a continual take, swapping his Yeah, like, taking off
2: his coat, sitting yeah. down, having again the character get back up, put the coat back on, hit his mark. And I mean, there's a lot of this movie that is literally them like just duct taping a flashlight to the camera yeah. and then just chasing yeah. them through places. It's just yeah. like the acting it's very DIY. These type of procedures must have also been very difficult. For That's someone a good point. Like yeah, him, yeah. You know? For That's sure. Fair.
1: That's and that's a good point. I'm I my complaint is very minor. I just like I, it's just I think about it with Kate Winslet because she's just like working on all these different levels and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, so one thing about this movie that's like uh, a strong connection to me is that this is also around the same time as I started listening to Radiolab, which has an episode about the actual science that this movie was inspired by as well. Um, this experiment where you can make fish forget things um and so i have like this like it's a it's a very like it's in there the same way that uh you were saying hunter it is for you it's like maybe in a slightly different way than it's in there but like as far as a a, a screenwriting thing seeing this study that's like ah oh, we can make fish not remember stuff to get from that to this is like like more impressive somehow to me than just like you wrote this out of nothing but to be yeah. like i saw this news story and this is the thing that I created for it is so brilliant. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's wild. Yeah. Um, the the
0: the thing about the the fish study. Do you guys remember the fish study? Ezra, you're nodding. You nope, remember? This. I don't know anything about no. it. No. Okay. I,
3: mean, I believe that you can make a fish forget things. Yeah, <laughs> me too. They seem weak.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can just bully them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't remember that. You saw so, nothing. So so okay so you can you can you can tell a fish remember stuff because you can like put a treat in one of five places, and the fish will and teach the fish what's one of the treats in, and then it'll go to the treat right away, and that you you know the fish remembers and then you can what you can do is if you teach the 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 fish teach the fish to man, you know he'll be his whole life no um if you teach the fish which treat it's in while there's a you give it the certain chemical, it will not retain, so they had this chemical that could make fish not process new memories. And that was pretty interesting, is they could basically do an amnesia pill. And then um one of the like interns in the lab was like, or one of the young like PhD students or whatever, was like, I wonder what would happen if I gave the fish this chemical while he was remembering where the treat was instead of while he was learning. So you could block it from happening, um, from, from learning, but you could, it turns out if you do that, the fish also never remembers again. So if oh, you, no. you can take a fish where if you give him this chemical, as it's remembering it wipes out that memory. And then the radio lab episode is just amazing about how the active memory is actually an act of creation. And every time you remember stuff, you were doing a creative power. It's like using the creative part of your brain and putting these pieces together. And that like, the way to have the best memory of something is to never recall it. Cause every time you recall it, you change it. Anyway, it's a very interesting classic radio lab. Very, very good episode, but it was based on the, anyway, so there's a new story about this fish. And now anyway, and it's just like a little news thing. And then Charlie Kaufman saw it was like, Hey, we can make a fish not remember, um, by giving it this chemical while it's remembering stuff. And then he took it and made this movie.
1: And I just, That's it's in cool. there.
0: What a cool, what a cool thing.
1: Yeah, that is really cool.
0: Um, uh, Ezra, do you have uh, anything from this that you want to make sure we cover before we move on? This is your movie. These are your. This was, oh, yeah. This is your movie, Ezra. Yeah. This is my movie. Uh, I mean, no, I, I think that that was. It
3: just, it really landed a thing that I love, I think, which is like taking a really solid sci fi, like fantasy ish concept that has like to explore like a really good, like emotional, uh, I guess, like core. Yeah. And I think that to have that. Like land where it's like oh this is a really great pairing for this and then also to have it be uh, I think visually very inventive in a way that's earned and also I think structurally uh, very like you know chopped up uh, in a way that's also earned and I, yeah. I think that was just the sweet spot for a lot of things for me
2: I mean yeah. this movie I talked about it in the, um, the drive my car episode but this is another great example of those movies that is very much like a Mobius strip where it's not just like everything in the first act, you know, influences the last act, mm-hmm. but this movie is also everything in the middle and the end completely de- it's not like a twist, it doesn't like blow your mind about the opening, but it completely adds so much new meat yeah. to the first half of the movie that again makes reviewing the second half way more satisfying, which again loops back into the first half. It just yeah. it is a such high quality filmmaking and I know it's I think so I also mentioned this uh, last week or uh, the week before, but if you're looking for a modern um, movie that kind of has the same punch and is also filled with just wildly inventive filmmaking, um, everything, everywhere, all at once, uh, I, I genuinely do believe it's one of the best movies ever made. It's a absolute masterpiece. Wow. Yeah. It is the main movie I thought of. This was the main movie I thought of when I saw it, was that the closest comparison to it is like M eternal sunshine of a spotless mind they're very very similar movies in terms of taking a very simple or oh, pretty wild sci-fi concept and telling a very simple human earnest story with it and just doing it in a very very inventive ways and i think mm. if you like eternal sunshine you'll probably really like everything everywhere all at once like I because it's one of my favorite movies i have seen
1: in years can i do a quick I can't suggest it enough I got to do a quick public service um, just on because of something that I feel like has been happening with this movie. Um, I just want to say that I don't like it and it sucks and it's not very good, but I don't mean that. I'm not saying that's not my honest (laughs) opinion. Okay. But I I just want to say people keep watching this movie. They keep walking out of it being like one of the greatest films of all time. And I just want to put a little bit of cold water on that (laughs) for, for the people who haven't seen it yet. Right. who maybe will sit down and expect it to deliver them everything all at once you know everywhere everywhere <laughs> and that part too so I just I just want to be on a podcast saying that actually it sucks and it's not good at all I appreciate that I don't, that. That. Uh, I don't rot- mean
3: that 99% <laughs> of Rotten Tomatoes now
1: yeah yeah it's this got a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes it's obviously supposedly very good I've seen it but I just want to say that it sucks <laughs> That's very good. No, nothing could possibly live up to the hype, and I do think it is a yeah. public
0: disservice to do that kind of hype. Fortunately, if I watch it, I will watch it with my wife, who has had two opinions so far about it, and one of them was positive, and one of them was negative. So oh, she'll oh, be yeah. going in on as a coin. F- at a 50-50, so that'll be good for her. Um, okay, uh, but now we have to do something really interesting. Now we have to rank Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind from 2004 on our Season 5 Master Quality List. Oh, boy. We have ranked officially and irrevocably all 13 movies that we have watched in order of quality. And this is going to have to live somewhere on the list. So from position one to 13, where does eternal sunshine? Palace the mind fall. God, Can you give know. me the
2: top five? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'll give you the
0: top the five. Top everyone top everyone five? likes to remember the top five. Number one, the third man. Number two, edge of tomorrow. Number three, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Number four, the best movie ever made Apollo 13 and number five
1: battleship. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's definitely better than Apollo thirteen. It is yeah, definitely no better question. than Apollo thirteen. So I, <laughs> Easy. Would,
2: I would put this, I would put this between two to four. I think this is where this will. I don't. Yeah, think yeah, this yeah. Is the third man, good. It is very good, but I think it's probably not as good as Edge of Tomorrow. It's definitely better <laughs> than <the> Apollo thirteen. <laughs> Um, and so- I I know I'm the only one who like p- was like profoundly moved and like really loved one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Here. um, yeah. But I mean, I would say that this is definitely. I think this is in good company. Honestly, looking at the top five, it actually feels like Apollo Thirteen should be way down the
0: list because everything yeah. else. Between no, it, it is like, so diverse. Right. It doesn't go yeah. like that right. at all. Yeah. Um, um although I would say that right now our like quality line is at six and a half. Where like everything above six and a half we think of as being pretty good movies and everything below six and a half we were like eh. it's just bad yeah. yeah yeah. i mean life
2: aquatic is the the tipping point yeah. right yeah so
0: aquatic. we have currently six and seven are in the cut and life aquatic and in the cut we didn't like like but we think is also is very good and like i loved, like, yeah, I loved, I loved, of, loved yeah. in the cut okay yeah. not delicious though um, life aquatic we were all like eh um so yeah six seven is where the quality line is so we're definitely going to put it in the top six okay Ezra, what yeah. do you think
3: i have my vote well this is a tough one because i obviously i don't want it to be as good as tomorrow but i do think it is better than third man which which puts me in a bind well it that is in bind.
0: but this is the thing about having this be a group decision yeah because like you guys were wrong about apollo 13 and so everything <laughs> i'm ranking i'm like well this is better you know than- how
2: embarrassing right now it would be alex to have apollo 13 ahead of anything on the list if, if I, Apollo 13 think Apollo, I think was
0: Apollo design. 13 should, like, I mean, if we were to do this actually based on quality, Apollo 13 would probably be second currently. Wow. Um, you're out of your mind if you that's, actually believe okay, that. This wow.
3: is number one. This is my new number one. Eternal Sunshine is number one for me. Yeah, okay, you're saying number one. Yes.
1: Yeah. i oh, so going to say.
0: Anthony, you said number two or three. No, four. Four for you. Four, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Anth- I'm uh, going to say number three. I think it's better than Edge of Tomorrow, but I don't think it's better than the, or wait.
2: Not three is one flu of the cuckoo's nest.
1: Two is edge of tomorrow. Yeah, you right, okay. I'll say number two then. I think it should be number two. I think it's better okay. than edge of tomorrow. Not better. So than we have a one
0: man. and a four, and then Hunter's going to say two. I'm going to also say I think the right place for this is number two. I think this is better than edge of tomorrow. Um, I think you know, it's edge of tomorrow hit me a little harder because I had not seen it before, and so this one gave me more room for concern. Like to like pick things apart, whereas Edge of Tomorrow was just pure delight. But okay, I do yeah. think this this probably is number two for me, um which does an interesting thing. So that means our average score is two point two five, which means this lands right behind Edge of Tomorrow and right above <laughs> One floor of the Cuckoo's Nest.
1: Oh, number three, <laughs> new number Wait, we three. Up,
0: well, yeah. You can't say two point two five is better than two, two, right? Yeah.
1: Well, you could I mean, I don't I don't know how the rounding has been thus far. Yeah, I this is really what do. it always is. If it's if it's above the thing, you put it oh, Okay.
0: Yeah, all behind right. Cool, cool, thing. Cool, cool. Yeah, so yeah, so this fine. falls in number 3, which I think is fine. I will say actually, if I was going to do this for real Anthony, I do think Apollo 13 is pretty well ranked now. Um I I think it's in a pretty fair place. I I think Edge of Tomorrow is like <laughs> Edge, the weirdest movie is. on this list. <laughs> it's just Edge
1: of Tomorrow is weird. That's all <laughs> we, that's yeah, all we're it's saying. It's really
0: making this list bizarre. It's very good, but it's also just like kind of silly compared to some of the other top movies. Yeah, and but so it, needs, that, it,
1: it just needs more people on podcasts saying it's good, I think, personally. Right, right,
0: right. Whereas we need fewer people on podcasts saying that everything everywhere all at once is good. Um, yeah, okay, that's what so I'm saying. The new official number three movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which brings us to a very interesting point in the day. So this was Ezra's initial movie pick. This was your um, pick from day one, your point movie. Yes. Um, which means Ezra, according to the rules, you have now scored five points with which you can do whatever you want. Now you might remember; it might help you to remember that you're only here because I got you here and you agreed to give me half the points. So that's <laughs> something I might want to tell you. Um, but uh, we have but no, also, there's no binding things to negotiations. You have the sole discretion yeah. of where these points go, and you and as we learned, you can give points to people who don't want them. Yeah, you that's cannot true. Turn down points. You get points. You can't, you can't turn, turn down,
1: down points. That is canon. I just want to say, also Ezra, if you keep all these points for yourself. It's a mad breakaway, and I don't know that we would ever catch up to you, my friend. Well, we would I think he because would all three game.
0: of us would have to work to destroy
1: him at all costs. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I. It's the three of us as a team. I don't have a lot of faith in. <laughs> no, um, we're not so a great can, can, organizational team. <laughs> I think so without far. Ezra, a lot of the cooperation gets pretty murky. <laughs>
0: oh, I should actually say Ezra before you announce this. Yeah. Um, I would like you, and I'm gonna. Uh, you're the official score reader, so let me just yes. put this in the chat so you can read the score to everybody. Um, unless you remember it from before um why is this not copy easier i don't know how to do this anyway uh i have one point anthony has two hunter has three ezra you have four
3: okay you're right uh right in last place alex with one uh in second place uh anthony with two right uh third uh sorry uh sorry third place (laughs) because they're just in in four three two one okay great um okay Great. Well, first off, uh, promises made, promises kept. Alex, two points for you.
0: Thank you so much. Okay. Also. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also? Also, so, Ezra, that means you currently have seven. Mm, that doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't? Okay. No. Uh,
3: Anthony, you inspired me about just trying to get back to good movies. So I would like to also give you one point. Oh <laughs> my God. Thank you very much. Wow.
0: Hunter, Hunter, no. I don't like that
3: future vision where um you know you uh were saying that everyone had to gang up against me. That doesn't seem right. So I'm gonna show you. I'm not gonna be in first. One point. You're also tied for first now.
0: <laughs> I don't believe that,
3: Matt. Alex, <laughs> Alex, here's an extra point for putting up with these shenanigans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, so you get no, that was all your points, Ezra. <laughs> no, that, I mean, I understand. that was one
0: of, he gave away four of his five. No, I okay. gave away all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was all of them. He gave so two you to me, about...
0: one to Hunter, and one to Anthony. That's no, four. No, three to you. Three to you. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. Because um, you got an
1: extra one.
3: Yep. So I gave you two to begin with, and then I gave you one at the end oh, as well. Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay, I forget. Okay. Um, Anthony, I would have given you more, but I, you don't care about the game. And so I figured this would be the best situation for everyone.
2: That's fine with me. No one's trying to help me get the taking a felon. One, two, three. Okay, but, but also, okay.
3: also, I would like to choose my new movie. Can I do that? Well yes, uh, but first you have to give us an official reading of the current score. Oh, sure. Uh, so in second place, uh-huh. Anthony with three points. Uh-huh. In first place, Alex, Hunter, and me
0: with four points. <laughs> with four points.
1: <laughs> That's ridiculous.
0: Um, Anthony, I will say, since you just brought it up, that I will um, definitely help you get to taking of a felon one through three. Me uh, too. Uh, at, at At a very near point. However, we are in a current situation where um, we are about to redraw for order and we are an easy one move away from cable guy, which I, which would um, uh, allow me to score points. And then we could um, very easily uh, team up later for whatever else. So if you pick, if you got next Anthony and you picked uh, you picked cable guy for me, I would give you those two points and the promise of getting taking uh, well, one, two, three as quickly as is physically possible.
2: Well, first off, we need to know what Ezra's picking because he might like. What if he just happens to pick one movie that's away from this? No, no, and no.
1: It's well, wait—is it Ezra's pick? I thought no, Ezra, no, 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 no. no, no, Ezra gets I to pick his movie. new
0: movie. Ezra gets to um,
1: decide and,
2: and his new also, scoring movie. doesn't Ezra also? I guess who's ever next gets to pick? Do we go from this, yeah. or do we? Yes. Said, or we reset to Kevin Bacon. So I, all right, Ezra, I, so
0: what is, you is your movie? What's
3: your new movie? Um, early 2000s uh teen in the time zone rom com. Oh, no. Um, wait, it's not. It, it's not. No, it is the Princess Diaries. Oh. Um, oh. Which actually sits right between actor wise uh, cable guy and taking of Pelham 123. That's hilarious. Wait, who does it have in
0: common with taking of Pelham 123? Hector Alessandro. Okay.
3: Okay. Wow. And... Wow, I don't remember who the other one is. This is an interesting choice. So, in like, of so this.
1: that's what this game is going to be from now on: is you just pick. <laughs> we could just have an unending string yeah. of points. If I was long, oh, and I've messed it up by not picking yeah. by not okay, playing. So, so first of all, we
0: can't do that because you're involved. And then, second of all, uh, that would be the the game is Kevin Bacon. It makes sense that your points would be kind of Kevin Baconed together.
1: Yeah, that's so true. I think that's wow. not a bad
0: thing for the game to evolve into. So now also, it's
1: just going to be scoring, except also, for me.
0: Scoring is more fun than not scoring, I think. It's a good part of this. Uh, the game. I mean, that was yeah, my motto in high school, you yeah. know what yeah. I mean, right? High five. High, high five, bam! Okay, um, so that's interesting. So whoever is next, whoever gets to pick right now, could choose Cable Guy, which could mm-hmm. then go to Princess Diaries and then straight to Tang of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Right. right. Or they could choose literally uh, not that. Anything. So, <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or um, not. Those are always your choices. Okay, so we have four. It's time to redraw names. Um, and I'm going to do Anthony. Okay, cool. So I'm going to draw names now. So the first, oh, we'll go in reverse order. The first, the fourth person to pick, um, random one to four. Nope, that didn't work. Um, it gave me five. All right, there we go. Um, the first person or the fourth person to pick is Hunter. Ooh, Hunter, bad draw.
1: Wow. I'm not going to be. You've, for had, a long time. you've had <laughs> two
0: lasts and a first. Actually, wait, here's again. the thing. I think it's better, Hunter, because
3: then you could go four and then you'd have chance, one out of four chance of being one the next, the one after that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, done before. Last that one. did happen yeah. to you
0: before. Yeah. Oh, and you weren't last. I did a, 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 an order swap on that second one. Oh, that yeah, things yeah, yeah. up too. So, okay. Anyway, um okay. So then in third position this month is me. I'm third. Bad news, bears okay not ideal i was really hoping for the one here um okay uh in second position well actually we'll say yeah in second position is it anthony or ezra it is ezra okay yes anthony you are next
2: Oh, the power! The power. <laughs>
0: um. um An- okay, so the the current turn order for this year or for this month is Anthony, Ezra, Alex, Hunter. This is Anthony's second time in the first position, and Hunter's third time mm-hmm. in the final position. Um. So, Anthony, do you would you like me to stall while you pick a movie?
2: No, no. I got I got two movies. I'm going to throw it out there for you guys. Which <laughs> Which movie I should pick? Let
0: One me of them tell would be you. Cable
2: guy. It is certainly not going to be the cable guy. <laughs> why? Yep.
0: Would you, why are you
1: <laughs> like this? What? What happened to you? Hey, no, you're tied what? for first right now, bud. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay. Well, that, I, that was a weird turn of events. But um... here's
2: the thing. No, no. Here's the thing. I you guys want to play this little game? You want to have fun? You want to have your, <laughs> oh, <no. your> candy? <laughs> it's all pain. Right?
3: It's all pain. My though.
2: new goal
0: is medicine. All right, I'm gonna get oh, you guys yes. what you want. Oh, yeah, I'm no, giving you guys what you the, need. All no, right, okay, but what what I, <laughs> I have... need is to watch Cable Guy and then pick a new movie, and no, I, this is the only no, 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 way that I would get to want. do that, and that's to get to want. help you get to taking pellet right now. Here's the thing, Anthony. Here's I want the to thing. hear
1: what Anthony's movies are I'm gonna, gonna be. Excited yes.
0: for this. But, but, so, well but, but, I before you say that, I think it's important to keep cable guy is one of your options here
1: yeah because I'll if you did cable that as one Spencer of my and i options.
0: could get you to taking if pelham one two three in order so you would Anthony guarantee just yourself cinema
1: just loves the cinema yeah i, I just i like it as so well wow. if
0: you picked my movie not only would i give you two of the three points i would also could also basically guarantee you would get to your movie this round All Right, alex which, I will do the extended director's cut of Return of the King
2: if you keep talking. I will pick whoa, that. Whoa, Don't whoa, think oh I want this. Is not this yeah, is no way to play a game. No, give okay. Anthony his time. Yes. So there's a few options I was thinking about here. Right. I was thinking, you know, Kate Winslet's got a lot of great movies. Oh That's yeah, right?
0: I can also reset to. I like I'm watching Kevin Titanic Lincoln again. Movies. Jesus Christ.
2: In theory, really get us away. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was I was thinking about Titanic.
0: Um I was also uh, thinking an episode about... about Titanic and I don't think it would be fun to do again.
2: Uh, I mean it's a very good movie. You should you should watch it again. It's
0: a really uh really big boat. Really big. Didn't like it on the rerun. Didn't like it the first time, um, didn't like it the second time, didn't like it the third time. This will be the one. This will be, be the, the one, one that
2: finally gets to you. <laughs> um but okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I mean I'm either thinking the 1994 Peter Jackson, Kate Winslet's debut oh. performance, Heavenly Creatures, Whoa. Mm-hmm. which is an, a New Zealand film. Uh, it will definitely make the going from here a little bit tougher. Oh, I uh, love that. I think it yeah. would be fun. And it's also a very good movie. I haven't seen it in a very long time. It was Peter Jackson kind of going from schlocky B-horror to trying to be a legitimate filmmaker. It's based off a really fascinating true story. Very good movie from what I remember. Or I was thinking about uh, going down uh, to Wilkins Avenue with my boy Tom Wilkinson. Mm -hmm. Looking through his extensive filmography. Oh, yeah. And picking... One of my favorite movies of all time, a movie I've been trying to get us to do on this podcast for quite a while. Um, and that would be George Clooney's oh, yeah. starring in uh, Michael Clayton, the movie written and directed by Tony
1: Gilroy.
0: One of my favorite movies. Was films one of those of the time. name of the movie, or those were all just names of people? <laughs> Michael Clayton. <laughs> Clayton's <laughs> the name
1: of the movie. Tony Gilroy. Okay. Michael it's Clayton, George Clooney's Michael Clayton. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> Michael Clayton has two of the greatest performances I think ever committed to film. Tom Wilkinson's performance in Michael Clayton and Tilda Swinton's performance in Michael Clayton are two of my favorite performances any actor has ever given in anything. They're so incredible in both of those movies. So I've been kind of going back and forth. I really did not think I was going to be picked, so I didn't decide one. So I think just because... I wanted to rewatch it anyway. I think the cast of Michael Clayton is really interesting. We can get to a lot of good places. Tilda Swinton's in everything. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna pick Tony Gilroy's classic Law talkie movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: Michael Law talkie, my favorite Martin genre. Law talky. Michael uh, Lane from
0: 2007 moving via Tom Wilkinson is the official 14th move of season five. Anthony has chosen. All right. That's what it is. Before we go. <laughs> also, Anthony, I'm going to destroy you. All right. We have one more segment and then we're going to go uh, stick around for that. <laughs> we're not even friends anymore. Okay. So first of all, uh, dip in the mailbag. Uh, we got a letter from Caitlin. He may recall became a meat buddy and we gave a pep talk about Caitlin's wedding. Um, Caitlin wrote in to say, I finally caught up on the wedding pep talk and it was everything I could have hoped for. It made me laugh Ooh. after a shitty day. So thank you so hey, much. Hopefully fish. the day wasn't the wedding. <laughs> you know, I believe this is still a ways off. <laughs> okay, um, cool. That'd because- real bad. Because, uh, Caitlin says, Whitefish is an amazing place to live and you all current and past hosts have an outstanding invitation to visit. I'd be happy to play tour guide. And Hunter is also 100% welcome to come crash our wedding in Montana. And oh, I will 100% yeah. pretend not to know him if the caterers try to charge us extra. So perfect. Um, you have a standing semi invitation, non invitation, like you're allowed to ca- crash It's not really I an mean, invitation, yeah, but
1: that's actually kind of weird. You can't I really can't give me permission to crash. to crash. Oh, Again. I think that actually so you know,
0: ruin it if you do it that way. It's no longer a crash.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm, um, oh, this is a genius move. Now I can't crash it. That's what literally sucks. no. Yeah. Right. I mean, you also
0: still don't have an invitation. So you're yeah, you're done. Speaking
2: um, of uh, crash, by the way, I want to let you guys know. That is my new goal, is to get us the David Cronenberg's crash. Get you guys some of that real medicine.
0: I'm I'm done with you, Anthony. All right. right. And then lastly, we have one thing. We have a new uh, meat buddy you want to thank. Wait, 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 guys. I'm now going to get us to the 2004 bad crash. (laughs) So enjoy that. (laughs) 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 This is too much. Okay. Um, So we have a new meat buddy to thank today, Lauren from New York. You guys may remember Lauren as the previous sponsor of the movie Doppelganger. Starring Drew Barrymore's erotic worm, um, is a Drew Barrymore erotic worm movie, and also the sponsor of Incubus, the William Shatner Esperanto movie. Um, so that's pretty rad. Right. You guys remember watching both those movies? When Lauren, I don't remember.
1: I I didn't I watch those. Did I? I don't think I. Ezra, was you had to be here for at least
0: one of those. Does this sound like a thing I would watch? <laughs> I remember them, uh, Lauren. That's the co- the most important thing. Yeah, maybe none of you guys were here for it. Who knows? Um, uh, Lauren says, I'm, "I'm taking advantage of April's guilt amnesty program, and I would like a pep talk, please. I am an Episcopal priest, and it is Easter season. Well, it was when she wrote in. Very busy time, and I am stressed. This is in addition to the normal issues of dealing with people. This is this will probably be read after Easter, but I will appreciate it, enjoy it anyway. So, um, also there is another person with my exact name, so you don't have to worry about saying it. Okay, thanks for all the hours of fun that I have enjoyed for free. You rock. So first of all, everybody." um sign of the cross you are uh, uh forgiven of all guilt um specifically related to this program not if, if you. i didn't
1: any, know it was religious in nature the, the yeah i'm just giving a given I not I it up. Up. if That's she's an episcopal priest
0: anything you any interaction is of a religious nature yeah. i think Oh, okay yeah. for
1: her it's religious yes. hey for you this is religious is that yeah i mean i don't going? know
0: i don't know a ton about episcopals uh episcopalians um but you know i've heard they're chill yeah. Yeah. yeah, are they the are they the ones with the red doors?
1: Do they have the cool red doors? Do they have red doors? I don't know that. I think they I do. Know, uh, yeah. Well,
2: yeah, Let me say this. Here's yeah, the, good the good news. The good news is you can never be late for Easter because you're only just very early for the next one. That's true. Right? That's true. So even if we don't get you, you know, good Easter stuff for the one that just passed, this is just early for the next Easter because. Yeah. Christ has risen. All <laughs> right? the- Easter is a thing. It's yeah. coming back every year. we got to get those Easter eggs.
0: Re-risen. Easter bunny.
2: We're going to eat yeah. some peeps. We're going to have yeah. tummy aches. It's going to be a good time.
0: <laughs> We're going to eat the entirety of the chocolate bunny, but not the decorative ribbon, which is not edible.
2: Wait. It's not? Oh, God. <laughs> Just no, no, we, oh, we got oh, Easter God. bunnies, and there's we a big sign
0: on the side pass. of both of them that says decorative ribbon is not edible. Wow! Uh, thank God. Well, Actually, um, great yeah, thing kind of,
3: is either either you're early right or you're late and then the candy is like half off right so no worries there oh that's true Never that's that true man there easter. was yeah
0: when i was at target there was a lot of damaged easter bunnies for like 15 cents this week there's some good Just emotionally wrecked Just good why, eating. why why wasn't <laughs> <Yeah. it popped>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> those poor bunnies
0: um yeah i don't well so it does seem like though i guess what we were saying is so episcopalians are pretty chill people so i guess like we didn't even have to pro- we probably mm. didn't even have to forgive you of that much guilt. You're probably carrying less guilt. Yeah. It's I mean like m- m- me having been raised Catholic, what business do I have to tell an Episcopalian not to feel yeah. guilt? This is like Yeah. I mean, maybe you don't have to feel it cuz we've got it. I mean, that's that's how you, you how you can take it. It's just like we've we're we're carrying that load so you don't have to.
1: I think yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, there's only so much possible guilt in the universe, yeah, and you know, Catholics are just kind of taking it. Yeah, that's yeah.
2: why the Vatican's so big. They need a place to hoard all that guilt <laughs> they have to guilt the guilt vault. That's true. Yeah, you trying to vault in the, vault. the Vatican. <laughs> Hope. Pope yeah. swims in it like fucking like Scrooge McDuck Yeah, does. yeah. He swims in the guilt of his followers. Every, I've day. seen the Da Vinci
0: code. I
1: know oh, how this works you Vinci got Code that is, right. is yeah. It's true. It's real. Yeah. Dan Brown. Yeah. Um, so it. so
0: what else do you have for Lauren for her Easter pep talk for getting through Easter for the busy time, the stress time? Um Anthony, actually, I want to start, I want you to um weigh in here because it was also just yesterday it was 420. Um, mm-hmm. which used Whoa. to be a day when you were working in the dispensary industry. It was your Easter, essentially. It was for, uh, so Black
2: Friday, yeah.
0: Your Black Friday. What What did you have to get through uh, the stressful times? What advice can you give to well, a, a, a priest? At the
2: time, when I was running a dispensary doing 420, it was before I got sober, so I had a lot of drugs. That's my main okay. thing. Uh, that definitely helps. Right. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So, but, priest, try drugs. Try drugs.
0: It's, <laughs> yeah, well, Dry drugs do, yeah. i mean yeah. i think they have wine yeah They're...
2: i mean no i think yeah, also you know, know what else
0: you did anthony is if i remember correctly is you had a big party in the parking lot with the dj so i don't know if that's an yeah. option for episcopalian yeah, easter yeah. but hire a dj take some of the weight off your shoulders let somebody yeah. else
1: blaze up have a dj in the parking lot okay yeah. <laughs> it's uh, time for easter to be fun okay yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look, Um, a lot
2: of my favorite bands when I was in, like, high school, because I was really into, like hardcore and you know mm-hmm. metalcore a lot yeah. of those bands are christian so i know there's a lot of good stuff you can get some yeah. under oath or as i lay dying yeah that real loud you yeah. know
0: um, be careful when you're in the metal world there are definitely some segments that are not for you but some of them are good for you that's yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's true yeah that's true kind of tricky it's there is some the metal very genre. anti-church male <laughs> uh, metal yeah. as well but um as i like dying is great definitely that could be a thing to listen to um hunter you for you the busy the easter season is probably when you're running the tournament for your board game podcast right that's probably yeah, your stress-iest we're time
1: smack dab in the middle of right now what do you Sucks. do to help get through the stressy time i just freak out every day <laughs> all so, so that's okay so one out.
0: option dj drugs uh yeah. option two just freak out all the time just freak
1: out and just I like mean, have if- a good just go in the bathroom and take, like, put your, just throw it all, everything on the floor. Just take all the stuff and just <laughs> throw it on the floor. There is, and,
0: that, there is that great, like, classic movie TV scene where somebody just, like, puts yeah, their arm yeah. out and just knocks everything off a table at one time. it feels good. I've never tried it, it but it good. does seem satisfying, for You've sure. got to do it.
1: I have, I, real talk This sounded like a joke at first, I actually do stuff like that sometimes. And really? then I just laugh and like have to pick it up but <laughs> yeah. it does feel it's a good little joke but you could wait till to after myself. Easter
0: to pick it up so that you get your satisfaction but not your work um, yeah yeah Ezra With for eggs. you for you you're probably your busiest time your Easter um, because you have two kids is every single morning of every single day Yeah, well, you get through the stressful times
3: oh man would love to hear that uh, that <laughs> knowledge um, <laughs> no I mean I guess a couple things uh, so, so one that is like it is actually nice to have you know something like easter you know when that happens you know we're, we're we're jewish so it's not like a, actually a, a big thing so it's kind of a bonus holiday so it's yeah. like hey like let's uh you know in addition to this you know this matzah we're having this morning let's also do our easter egg hunt uh with like kids in the court and it's just it's fun to put all this planning into a thing uh and then to have just like just a handful of just you know young just tear it apart basically and just just really like gorge themselves on uh, on on uh, just search and destroy of small colored plastic things so that's yeah, pretty fun yeah. uh, and, and kind of when you can tie when well, you can tie a lot of work I guess that you're doing to the joy that it brings someone I think that I guess maybe that's the nice thing about it um oh that's but,
0: too real of an answer yeah, that's pretty right. cool
3: but but the yeah. other thing I guess I would say uh on the other side I, I I mean I remember uh Alex if you remember at, like at women when we were studying for finals they give us mm-hmm. a, a, a final survival pack And one of the things it had is a bunch of balloons that you can inflate, right? And with like a, you'd you'd write down a Sharpie, each of the different finals you'd have with the name of it, basically. So you put all these inflated balloons, each with a different final outside of your door. And every time you finish the final, you'd like stab it, basically, and it would pop, right? And so I think that to me.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about, but it does sound cool.
3: Well, maybe my my RA was cooler than your RA. I don't
0: know. Yeah, it must be. Um, I love this idea. And I also love this if you have like a list of things to do to prepare for Easter and then just just, like small explosions by your priest office all the time as yeah, you're checking like, off
3: yeah right you physicalize the the stress inside your brain you externalize it and then you can like knock it down one by one so that is a fun that's a very fun suggestion
0: yeah um, i think
2: at the end of the day when it comes to easter as long as you make sure you found all the eggs <laughs> um because <laughs> you Double don't want to like leave a few of them out for a few days like you'll notice well, pretty oh, yeah. fast i'm if guessing you left few out I'm guessing uh, that it's
0: all plastic eggs with, like, shelf-stable chocolate in them. Now, you could probably leave an egg out there for a long time,
1: right? Ed? That's not how I do it in my house. Uh, yeah. We hard boil those suckers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? No, we... Yeah, oh, yeah. All plastic all the eggs, time, I Look,
0: there's a lot of things where plastic is not great, but the move from real eggs to eggs that have candy is a big improvement for the kids' lives, because finding a hard-boiled egg, oh, well, I- what a bummer.
1: Who kids, I, I hide eggs on every Easter and then I find them. I hide, you, you hide them everywhere. Just for
0: yourself, you just hide your own Easter eggs? <laughs> There's that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a forgetful
1: guy. I'll, yeah I'll hide look, them in the morning and then look. I'll work and then I'll get done and I'll look for the eggs.
2: Alex, <laughs> Jesus didn't rise from the dead so that you could pet out plastic fucking eggs, yeah. alright?
1: He said <laughs> real eggs, goddamn bro.
2: Goddamn respect, On the third right? day
1: he spoke, real eggs, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He went to Peter and said, "Peter, look at my hands, and yeah. get me a real goddamn egg." And that's what he
0: said. <laughs>
1: I've been. You see these even plastic eggs. With this hole, I can slap Peter? a plastic egg out of your hands. Yeah. yeah. Peter was like, "No, I don't see plastic eggs." Yeah, because they're not plastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, coloring eggs is a mess and never works as well as you think it's going to. What? I like the plastic eggs. Great.
1: Are you serious? It smells Dude, bad. My friend, they look your bad. Roommate made a Velcro egg that he then stuck under a table to hide the eggs okay that's pretty i wasn't joking before we do actually hide eggs in my house <laughs> oh
0: man dude the velcro is a good move i definitely hid eggs um in the first uh the first uh, easter during pandemic i hid easter eggs for my wife and she had a very good time finding them um it's and fun I did, I did intentionally get colors that matched parts of our apartment so that it would blend in he oh yeah, of
1: course. You would be really good at hiding Easter eggs. Actually, I love it.
0: I love it, man. I'm a big hider of things, so it'd be great. She knows which books are hollow, so it's easier that way. But
1: ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think we gave you enough, uh, <laughs> Lauren. I think you're pretty. You got pretty good plans. <laughs> you pretty, got pretty enough. good pepped. You know, listen,
3: yeah, I, you got an egg, find an I egg. Feel
0: like you're pepped. Also, you know, uh, we were talking about whether this matters because it's after Easter. I will say this. All, if you just ignore certain emails, like for example, new meat buddies for long enough, it's taken care of itself. So yeah. Easter is done. You solved it. You did it. You yeah. got through another egg Easter break. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of incredible how many emails, if you ignore them, just take care of themselves. It's not a great long term strategy for everything. But every once in a while I'll be like, man, I ignored that email for a week. And then there's a follow up email. It's like, actually, you know what? I figured it out. Oh, how satisfying that's how is that? how I deal
2: with the iOS. Imagine mean, just does ignore them and they seem to go away every year. I don't know.
0: All um, right. Well, um, we're going to use some of your Patreon money, uh, Lauren, to help Anthony file his taxes properly this year. Um, probably we're going to get you a real tax person because I don't think that's a good strategy. But we really appreciate you supporting the show over the years. I, even if I'm the only one who remembers Doppelganger and Incubus, both were fascinating movies. Anthony, you've at least heard of the movie starring William Shatner that's entirely in Esperanto. I right? believe so. Yes. Yes. Uh, fascinating movies. Um, I'm ashamed I wasn't here to see it. Well, maybe I can pick it and punish you by making you watch it instead of ever getting to Pelham 123. I'm not-
2: sorry. I'm going to make you watch a great movie instead of Cable <laughs> Guy. Oh, Wait, I'm such is- a
0: dick. Oh, you, you, no, no, no. You are, uh, you are mistaken. Uh, this is not a great movie. This is Michael
1: Clayton. Oh, dude. Michael Clayton's probably. No, no, no. Movie, the right? uh, Inc- C- the C- Incubus is oh, not a great movie. No, no, no. I'm going yeah, to make not, you
0: no. watch that instead. Um, uh, you had a chance to make a friend and you chose hate, Anthony. That's what you chose. So that's
1: going to... Also we're a good gonna...
0: choice, though, to be fair. Yeah, great choice.
1: Yeah, I love the like choice. a popular choice. It is it's, a popular it's, choice, Anthony. not a good Anthony's one. There's different uh, things. Here's, here's the thing. Ezra shifted the meta... OK, and now, Alex, you are in the lead. So who wants to help the person in the lead? No, one. Well, you are
0: also it. in the lead. And as Ez- and no, Ezra is I'm, also in the lead. So it's not hey, like I you can avoid I helping helping the person last time. I lost a lot of ground. I don't know. Anthony and I could take Anthony and I could, take, and and I each could each have, have been tied for first place where he could have jumped both of you and joined together. The thing is, I want to get cable guy off my back so I can pick a new movie because yeah. I panicked oh. last time yeah. and I'm just bummed that I have to keep this thing going for a while. Cause I don't want to work to get to Jim Carrey again. We got through all this work.
1: Yeah, but that's fine.
0: We'll we'll get there. We'll find it. We'll find this, it. This, more I
2: honestly, way. my with Michael Clayton, I feel like we are actually now closer to Hunter's pick than we
1: are the Cable guy again. We actually, uh, we kind of are, you know. Yeah, especially thinking like thinking through
2: Swinton and some of the uh-huh. other cast of Michael Clayton. Yep. I actually feel like because I will again. I would like to watch. Uh, which one did you pick again?
1: Uh, Happy Together.
2: Happy Together. I just got a fancy Blu-ray of that. I would love an excuse to pump it out and watch it again.
0: Uh, Um, I'm just going to point out that I don't care. I'm still mad. All right. uh, That is it for our show. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thank you to everybody who donates, uh, especially our new meat buddy, Lauren. If you want to join Lauren and help uh, help him rise, help him have risen, you can become a meat buddy by going to metreon.com. If you have any feedback for us as well, you can send us to podcast at re-sweep.com. If you have any corrections, if maybe we said something in that pep talk that you think could have been better, I'll take it. I'm open to it. I'd like to hear it. Um, send us an email, podcast at re-sweep.com. We really appreciate it. And thanks for joining us as always, Hunter.
1: Yeah, hey, thank you. Mwah.
0: Good luck in the rest of your travels. Thanks for being here, Anthony.
1: I love less, you, Alex. Forgive less, me. Thank I'm
0: sorry.
3: Less thank you. Less thank you. And thank you,
0: Ezra. Really weird thing you did today. I'm not sure how I'm going to actually... It really... I had this great plan if I was next where I was going to, because you can't refuse points, and I had points I didn't want from Hunter, and I was going to make Hunter take some points. And now, the yeah, the meta is all confused now. It's yep. really hard to know that's, what to do. That's the greatest compliment you could have paid me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the meta is ruined is the greatest compliment you could pay Ezra. I didn't right. know. I don't know why you did this, <laughs> Thank you guys for sticking around for a long episode. We really appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.